episode 11 of the I Am Your Friend podcast. Uh, and I'm your host and your friend, Aiden Licker. How's it going, everybody? Uh, so, had plans for a guest this week. It was going to be my brother, Dave, uh, who lives in Miami, Florida. And he was home for the weekend, but it was an extremely busy weekend. Uh, we celebrated my dad's 60th birthday and had my cousin uh, Nick got married on Sunday. Um, so shout out first and foremost to my dad for turning 60 and shout out to uh, Nick and Courtney for getting married. You guys are doing the thing. Uh, super exciting. It was a super fun wedding. Uh, and Dave was only home until uh, yesterday, Tuesday. Um, you know, and Memo- but <laughs> Memorial Day being Monday, uh, we were both absolutely shot and extremely tired and hungover. So, uh, we just didn't do the episode cause I don't think it would have been that interesting. So, uh, but I still wanted to do one, uh, basically just to, uh, explain why there would be no guests and also just kind of, uh, you know, talk and check in, uh, where I'm at, you know, uh, the whole thing with me starting this is, uh, I basically describe this podcast as a live uh, coming of age journey for myself and uh, hoping that the things that I learn through the conversations that I'm having, uh, you know, can provide some insight uh, and help people learn who are listening that might be going through similar things. So uh, with that said, uh, the podcast is becoming more popular than I ever would have imagined. Uh, And that's good and bad. Uh, good, obviously, because people are, are listening and, and giving value to my voice and my takes for some reason. Uh, so I appreciate everybody who listens still, uh, you know, we're still averaging like a a decent amount of people on, on each platform each week. So I'm going to keep doing it, you know, as long as people keep listening. So, uh, but with that, with it becoming more popular, uh, starting to get, uh, some haters, which is fun. Uh, and something that, you know, I've dealt with my entire life. Uh, and it's it's interesting how much I still let it affect me, uh, how much I still let people's negativity that they throw at me, uh, how I take it to heart, but mostly because some of it is coming from people who I uh, considered friends, and I don't mind talking about it because I, I can tell uh, by the criticism, if you could even call it that, that I've gotten from a few different people about it or or I've seen them say something about it or have heard or something they've said has gotten back to me about it, uh, that they don't actually listen to it. Um, because if they did, they wouldn't be saying the things that they're saying. Uh, they're just taking it based off me sharing it, I guess, uh, and choosing to do it. And that's what they don't like and have a problem with, I guess. And, uh, it's annoying. Uh, but I'm, but thanks to those people for showing me your true colors and showing that, you know, I thought we were, uh, in a community that, uh, or in an agreement, I guess, as friends that we would, uh, support each other through our endeavors. Uh, and I don't think what I'm doing here is wrong or hurting anybody. Um, and if it, for some reason is affecting you, I'm going to go ahead and say, don't listen to it and, and move on with your day. Uh, but I already know that you don't listen to it. So cool. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so with, with that, um, with things starting to happen, uh, I'm kind of trailing myself back off social media again, 
deleted Instagram and Twitter off of my phone, uh, which, you know, the last time I, I purged uh, social media was last summer, actually uh, probably around the same time uh, last year. And I straight up permanently like deleted all of my accounts, um, or at least I thought I did. Some of them came back on their own. Uh, and it was great. Um, and I'm not doing it again this time because I still want to be able to, I don't know, just check in when I choose to, um, on my own terms. I guess the reason I did it last time is cause I was just so overwhelmed, uh, that I didn't even want the temptation of it. But now I, I think I'm in a better space where I have more self-control over those things. Um, but you know, I've been trying to just do the old, uh, post and ghost as they call it. You know, if I'm posting something, I'm not going back to check how many people are liking it or commenting on it or replying to it or whatever. I just post it and get up. Uh, and I haven't even been posting that much, but, um, you know, things are weird right now. And I find myself being a lot more anxious, uh, with one doing what I'm doing here with the podcast is just, uh, being completely honest uh, and vulnerable and, and opening up about very personal things on here, uh, which I realize allows me to be judged and criticized, which again, I didn't think was going to come from people who, uh, I like knew and like were had considered be, I was friends with. Uh, so I think that's why it's just weird for me right now, uh, that that is happening more often. Um, but also we're in this weird thing now where the pandemic is kind of at least locally uh, is making its way out, or at least it seems, and things are starting to open back up and some sense of normalcy is existing again. And it's weird. Uh, it's weird trying to like, uh, you know, put myself back into the world that I was in before things shut down. Uh, but with obviously a completely new perspective on damn near everything. Uh, realizing the friendships, the true friendships that I have, realizing uh, what I value, uh, realizing how I choose to spend my time, uh, the places and people I, I choose to give my energy to have just completely changed. Uh, and it's kind of nuts to feel like things are going back to normal. And obviously it's good, right? Like it's good that, um, you know, the, the disease itself, just speaking of the virus itself is, is, uh, dying out, I guess. Um, and due to the people getting vaccinated, which is great. Shout out everybody who's gotten vaccinated. Uh, but it's just weird. It's weird how, uh, you know, this is kind of what we all wanted, right? We all wanted, we were all looking forward to this point um, or the point that we're moving towards still. And, uh, but that doesn't come without some sort of uh, adjustment anxiety, I guess. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at is where, you know, even this past weekend, we celebrated my dad's 60th birthday. Like my entire family was here, uh, which was my first time being around that many people in forever. And, uh, getting to see all my family members in one place. Uh, and a lot of them for the first time in over a year. 
uh, and then Sunday with my cousin's wedding, you know, first time going to a wedding in a long time, first time uh, feeling normal, I guess, or whatever normal was or is, uh, but it was overwhelming, you know, I felt, uh, I was, I've, I've been exhausted the last few days, I just feel completely overstimulated uh, by social interaction, uh, and it's weird, and it's, and it's been tough to process. And the last thing I want to do is, uh, you know, when I'm overstimulated with interaction is to just pick up my phone and sit on social media and just overstimulate it even more. So, uh, I've been trying not to do that and it's been good, uh, because you know what, even I have still been, even though I deleted the apps off my phone, I have been still just going on, you know, a web browser to just check in. And every time after like five seconds, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know, like, uh, I'm not missing anything. There's not really much. Everybody's just talking about the same shit. Everybody's complaining about the same shit. Everybody's coming at each other's throats. And uh, it's not not great to see. Uh, In a related note, uh, Bo Burnham's new special on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, highly recommend watching it. Um, It is pretty dark uh, and depressing, but it is a very uh, well-done artistic adaptation of what the last year really was for a lot of us. Um, you know, Bo Burnham basically just recorded, wrote, recorded, edited everything. This, this whole special within his apartment. Uh, and it's extremely well done and he did it all by himself. That dude is literally like a prodigy. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, he's technically considered a comedian. Um, I mean, he's really like an overall artist more than anything else, but, uh, so there are extremely funny parts, but they're also very like just deep <laughs> hit close to home parts that are like, damn man, uh, things that I found very relatable, uh, about just the way we live, the way we react. Uh, it's hard to put into words. I'll be honest. Uh, not just that, not just Bo and special, but just everything that that's been going on. Um, and, you know, and I am very excited uh, to be hanging out with people and, and going out and doing things again. Uh, obviously excited for, like, live shows to come back and stuff. And I'm going on tour in November. So, like, a lot of things to be excited about. But at the same time, it's still uh, extremely overwhelming uh, with everything just kind of that's happened. You know, I feel like it's been so hard for a lot of us to process uh how traumatic it really was. I mean, really, and and still is probably for, um, everybody like, you know, at least everybody I know, you know, nobody, I don't think anybody saw this and was like, this was fucking cool. Uh, let's do it again. Um, but I did see a good take recently. I don't remember where I saw it, but, uh, about how people have just been feeling generally exhausted over the past, few weeks, you know, like, and, and I think that is a direct correlation to life kind of, you know, I guess, quote unquote, resuming, uh, a lot of people are back to work, uh, in the normal setting that they were, uh, somewhat, you know, or starting to, I'm, you know, back in the office every once in a while for my job. Uh, and I guess, yeah, it's exhausting. Um, when we were able to sit home and realized how convenient life can actually be, 
um, when we have more time in our day and now, you know, sacrificing that again to go back to what we had, uh, is kind of tough to handle. Uh, and it's exhausting. I'm very tired all the time. Uh, I, I've also been thinking about just the, uh, toll that social media and just being constantly connected and having the most convenient way of consuming content, uh, how it completely almost like ruins us, you know, at least that's how I feel, you know, but if you don't feel like that, if you can still, you know, manage all these things and still feel like, you know, your life is good and you're happy and everything fucking shout out to you, man. Uh, cause I don't feel like that. Uh, things are weird and hard. Uh, and I think these devices have a lot to do with it and the, the networks we choose to exist on. Um, it's kind of crazy how, I, and I feel like a lot of people relate to this is that how much there is a desire to like, just want to slow down. You don't want to, uh, appreciate small things in life. You know, uh, like I've been trying to get, you know, I think about it in the long term aspect of my life of how long I've been connected, you know, like I got an iPod touch like right when it came out when I was 13, because I've always been this like huge tech nerd, right? I love technology. I love new tech. And, uh, I think it's super exciting what it can do. So when, I mean, I was like 13, right? So, uh, I wasn't going to have an iPhone, but an iPod touch was basically the same thing just without the calling capabilities. And all I wanted was, you know, the, the actual tech of it. So, I mean, 13 on man, I just always was connected. I just had a way to access, just have full unfiltered access to the internet at any time. Uh, and then, you know, having like every new iPhone damn near, uh, from high school on, uh, and just always being on it and they just keep getting faster and better batteries and whatever and better resolution and just making it more and more addicting and more and more convenient and and easier and uh, to kind of just numb our brains almost, you know, it does feel like, you know, you always heard like back in the day, like, you know, saying watching too much TV is going to rot your brain. It's like, well, now we've fucking (laughs) accelerated that idea, uh, you know, 10 times the amount, maybe probably more than that. I don't know how you can, you know, numerically define that, but, uh, exponentially greater, I guess I would say. And it is 100% rotting my brain for sure. Rotting my mental health, at least, you know, um, the comparison, you know, is, is tough. And the constantly, dude, I was a guy who, I mean, and, and if you follow me on social media, you would know this. I was like an everyday poster, right? Just like anything. Uh, and I think what I'm finally realizing that, is, you know, is rooted in insecurity and, uh, not wanting to be alone, I guess, uh, realizing that I don't really have anybody in my life that I talk to on a daily basis. You know, I don't have a lot of like really like steady, close relationships. No, I have really good friendships with people. You know, I don't want to deter anybody who's listening and being like, bro, we're friends. No, like we are hundred percent. And I love all of you and we hang out and we talk every once in a while. It's great. But I'm just saying like, I don't, I feel like a lot of people 
for the most part, have somebody or some group of friends or, or some whatever that they talk to every day uh, on a daily basis. And I don't really don't have that. You know, I really don't even like I live with my parents. And I don't really talk to them all that much. And I, my little brother lives here and I really don't, you know, like we do talk every day, but it's not, I don't know. I, I guess it's hard to explain what I'm trying to say, but I feel like I just don't have any very like concrete, reliable uh, communication daily. And I'm not sure why I feel I need that. And maybe some people are like just good with that. They don't need that, um, which is where I'm trying to be, I guess. But that that's what I, I use social media for was just hoping that I can interact with people, hoping I can have some sort of substantial conversation with people. And that's why I always post about, you know, like social issues and politics and um, things going on because they're topical and, and I like discussing things. and I like learning. Uh, and some people don't like when you do that. Uh, and I've learned that as well. You know, I post a lot of things. Obviously, I'm very uh, passionate about my opinions on things. Uh, and so I put them out there. And, but the, all that does is, you know, really open doors for people to just kind of shit on you. And, uh, it's not healthy, uh, I guess. Um, so I'm trying to like reanalyze all that and I'm trying to sit back and just kind of observe, you know, I started thinking about the people that I look up to and their relationship to social media, just like artists, you know? Um, and I, the thing I found is that most of them don't even use it, you know, or they just use it to just promote whatever they're doing. Um, but they're not really putting anything like, I don't know much about these people through social media. And I feel like everybody knows uh, or has an idea of who I am because of how much I was putting out on social media. Uh, and so, and, and if you are a person that does put a lot out on social media, and it doesn't bother you, then don't fucking stop. Do exactly whatever you want to do. I'm not saying that it's a, uh, objectively a bad thing to do. I just think for me, you know, eventually it just kind of fell off. Um, you know, I was kind of, my view of it was just like, I know how I feel about things and I'm confident in how I feel about things. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to just always put that out there, you know? Uh, and I don't think that is a very substantial way. I don't know if that was even the right word, but, uh, or just not a very healthy way of going about my life, especially with somebody who has extremely, you know, fragile, uh, mental health issues, uh, an extremely fragile mental psyche in general and an extremely fragile ego. You know, I have this huge, I have a huge ego, Right. Uh, that's not a surprise to anybody probably. Um, and I think, uh, that's again, not objectively a bad thing. It's just how you go about balancing it. And, uh, you've heard me talk about this time and time and again on here before that, you know, that's been my whole focus, uh, of my journey, you know, of just trying to figure out who I am and, and what I want to do in life is separating who I really am from my ego and being able to balance those things. Uh, it's weird for me because I was kind of born into having a large ego uh, because I grew up with these huge dreams and aspirations of wanting to be like a world famous performer of something, 
you know, like as a toddler, that's what I decided. And I just followed that my entire life, which is weird, you know, and I, you know, and not everybody uh, does that or has that. Um, And I always thought that was a cool thing, but also it's a weird thing because uh, it's obsessive, you know, it's, it's wild to never know anything else of than this is what I want to do. And I'm always going to keep striving for that. You know, I'm always going to try to keep doing that because that is my passion and my dream at its core. Uh, but it also results in having a pretty large ego. And I, I think that's just kind of being any sort of artist or performer, or even in, in today's world, an influencer, uh, anybody who has any sort of platform, uh, and is trying to grow that platform and is trying to gain followers and listeners and viewers and whatever. I feel like you just have like, that's just part of the deal is that that's what you want to be. You get this fucking huge ego because that's the whole point, I guess is just feeding it. Uh, and again, I don't think that's objectively a bad thing, but I think you just have to figure out how to navigate it the right way and not let it just destroy you, you know? And so I'm trying to be more protective of, of myself and, uh, you know, slow things down and just be able to exist without these things and to just enjoy, uh, the world as it is. You know what I mean? Like just be able to go outside and just walk around for no purpose other than just doing it, you know, and just enjoying these small parts of life that are just, that just exist. Uh, and I, I wrote something down on my phone the other day. I was at uh, Chestnut Ridge uh, and I was walking around and I saw this couple and they were the most like normal looking couple I've ever seen. You know, there was nothing. They looked like they just lived a normal life. They had two normal looking dogs walking through a normal park, having a normal day. They probably have normal jobs, nothing exciting. You know what I mean? There's probably no ego (laughs) involved in their lives at all. Um, and I just remember how I felt as soon as I saw them walk by, I was just like, I want that. Like, I just want that simple life. Like, and I don't know why my entire life, I just have been obsessed with these big fucking dreams and aspirations that I've only been let down from, you know, when I don't achieve them. And it's just like, fuck man, why can't I just be that guy? Like the guy who just fucking lives his life and shuts his mouth and goes to work and has his, dogs and his girlfriend and his house and just lives a simple life. And I'm just like, damn man, like those people, I'm jealous of those people. And I think that's like the biggest thing. That was a crazy thing for me to, to think about, uh, when I saw them, you know, that was not something I've ever thought before, but it was just like, damn, it's just like this, like, it felt like this just weight fell. And I was just like, Oh man, the simp like to have that is so that's that's it like that's the whole point uh and i feel like such a fucking old man you know saying that but 
I don't know, thinking a lot. I think a lot about that moment uh, since it's happened. And uh, how that's just like true peace to me, you know. You're not worried about what you're wearing. You're not worried about what people are thinking about you. You're not worried about what you posted. You're not worried about what you're working on or how people are going to perceive anything that you're putting out into the world. You're just living. You're just existing. And that's all you need to do. And uh, and that's that's what I want to try to do, I think. Um, not to say that I'm going to stop trying to, to, you know, make a career out of music because that, you know, is always going to be the goal. Uh, or I'm not, you know, I'm not going to stop doing the podcast either. Uh, but these are just things that weigh heavy on my mind. And I, I wonder if anybody else thinks like this. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of crazy, man. Social media is nuts with how it skews our brain like that. When you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, uh, and constantly allowing yourself to be judged uh, and just doing whatever you want on it and just, yeah, it's a lot. I'm running out of energy here, if I'm being honest. I'm, I'm very tired. It was a long weekend, but I still wanted to put something out, so it's probably going to be short. I just want to let you guys know where I'm at. Uh, another thing I'm realizing, uh, through actually Bo Burnham's special, and just in general, uh, the somewhere in the beginning of the special, it might be the opening song, but he talks about, you know, he's basically uh, making fun of like virtue signaling, right? Like just that um, the idea of <laughs> like, uh, you know, through the Black Lives Matter movement, the idea of white people who were just like aggressively. Uh, about it, which I feel like I fell into a little bit because it was hard not to, um, because I was so emotional, uh, about those kinds of things. But I also realized that it's like, you know, I, I think about from one perspective, it's like, okay, you know, I'm as privileged as it gets as far as just like, you know, my race and gender and sexual orientation. And, uh, I feel, you know, I was like, I, I always want to help people, right? Because I find, you know, these issues and I'm like, okay, what can I possibly do, right? So I'm like, all right, well, I have some sort of platform. So maybe I should use this for that. And, you know, when I think about that, I'm like, yeah, that seems good. But I, so, so Bo Burnham talks about that or, you know, has a song about it or something. Uh, about kind of that idea and kind of that it's ridiculous because it's almost like there's another perspective that gets brought into it. That's like, okay, but it's not, I don't have a cause to get behind. Right. And that's not my cause to get behind because it doesn't personally affect me. So it's weird. It's a weird trying to fit into that because it's like, okay, yes, inherently it does not affect me personally. Right. So then it's like, okay, so I can choose to not care, which some people don't because it doesn't affect them personally, but I can choose to care, but I can't, if I do care, which obviously I do, I can't act like it does personally affect me. And I can't have these conversations like it does personally affect me. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's 
a weird thing that I've been thinking about just being like, okay, I could support these movements, but I'm not really, I shouldn't be speaking on them. You know what I mean? And I think that kind of goes for anything, not just the black lives matter movement and anything, uh, with, uh, the LGBTQ community, you know, also not something that I am a part of. And so I shouldn't speak on those things, you know, and same thing for like women's rights, something I care about, something, uh, I support, but not something, I should probably speak on. It's not my cause to get behind. You know what I mean? Like, and I, but you know, so it's, 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 I'm trying to find where I can fit into this in a world where, uh, you know, (laughs) straight white men, uh, have basically owned and run everything forever. And we still do. Uh, and you know, my, I guess the best way for, for, people like me, uh, who are as privileged as as you can be in those things to support those movements is just kind of do it in the background. I think, uh, I, I don't think it's, you know, and I've gotten called out from both sides of that. I've gotten called out from people who, you know, so like being like pro black lives matter and like, you know, constantly sharing stuff and having those conversations, whatever. And you get called out by people who are like, you know, pro police and not, and, you know, basically inherently racist. And, uh, uh, you know, you get called out by those people. And then I get called out by people who like, you know, are like in support of the movement, but they're like, this isn't really your thing, man. Like, so, and then you get called out for having like a white savior complex, you know? And it's like, so, okay, well I want to do the fucking right thing. Um, and that's what I'm, what I'm trying to figure out. So I'm trying to just listen more, I guess. Uh, I'm trying to understand more. I'm trying to take a backseat, you know, uh, I've always considered, like, I've always, uh, looked at social activism as something I wanted to be a part of, even when learning about those kinds of people in school growing up, it was like, uh, that's what I want to be involved in. You know, I, I watch movies or, you know, biopics about these people. And I'm like, that's the kind of person that I want to be. But I, while yes, I do want to be that kind of person. There's not really, uh, you know, though the, the things I choose to stand for are not really my fights to fight. You know, I can't be that person in those communities that I do not belong to. Uh, and I think that's important for people to understand. Uh, or maybe it's not. Again, I can't really talk on it. So um, I'm I'm kind of, I don't know, man. I'm just learning a lot. I'm in a very transitional phase right now of, as I've described on the podcast, of leveling up, uh, of kind of coming to, I guess, of this consciousness um, of... understanding where I fit in society and understanding what my role is, uh, and trying to balance that all out. So I'm also realizing a lot, kind of changing gears here who I choose. And I said this earlier, but I want to go into a little bit more about who I choose to put my, uh, put my energy towards, uh, and the people I choose to give my energy to and the places I choose to go and things like that. You know, I thought about that a lot in the, there's a lot of people I used to hang out with, uh, or places I used to hang out that it's just like, I realize it's just not really my thing anymore. I feel like I've just outgrown a lot of people in a lot of places. And, uh, 
I'm trying, you know, I find more value in much more substantial relationships that are beyond surface level. And, uh, my circle continues to shrink, uh, which I think is a natural part of growing up, but it's very interesting, uh, where I'm at. And, uh, you know, what's crazy, dude, is people who are older than me that, cause th- this is what I'm realizing is what happens. Like. I make this podcast, right? And and I try to be and I'm being as honest and vulnerable as, as I can, uh uh to try to, you know, not only is it helping myself, I think it, you know, can provide aid to other people that might, you know, be stuck in a weird spot and then, you know, maybe I can provide some perspective. I've always said that I think I have a skill of putting things into perspective, um, you know, that uh I think is valuable. And I think people like that. I mean, people have told me that. So uh, that's why I continue to do this. But there's people who are older than me that like <laughs> hear me say these things uh, on this podcast and, and will, you know, call me immature or call me, you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, no shit, man. Like, that's what the fuck I'm doing here. Like, of course, if you are somebody who's moved past what I'm talking about and has grown from what I'm talking about, uh you know, it shouldn't be, I don't need your guidance here. You know, I don't need you to tell me how I should be or, uh, or, you know, tell me that what I'm doing or, or my perspective on things are immature. Like I'll figure it out. You know, that's literally what I'm doing here. That's the whole fucking point of this is that we're figuring shit out, you know? Uh, I'm figuring out where I fit into my life. I'm figuring out how I'm going, uh, uh, the type of person I'm trying to be, uh, and, and how to be happy and how to battle the demons in my head and how to battle, uh, a lot of things that I got to battle every day. You know, I'm figuring it out and, uh, I don't need anybody to tell me, uh, how I'm supposed to be like how they think I should be. I know how I'm, how I'm going to be, you know, I'll figure it out on my own. Uh, I think I'm doing a pretty good job of trying to listen and trying to understand and trying to grow. And, uh, you know, yeah, I don't take criticism like that very well, uh, because I'm the biggest critic of me already. I'm constantly calling myself out for shit. I'm constantly beating myself down about shit. You know, I don't need anybody else to do that for me. That's what I'm doing, you know? I think it's kind of fucking bold uh, for people to think that uh, they have the right to tell me who I should be and how I should carry myself. Because I'm good with that. I'm good with that. (laughs) I'm learning a lot. Check out Bo Burnham's special. Uh, I think it's really good. <clears throat> uh, check out, if you got HBO, check out uh, That Damn Michael Che is the name of the show. It's Michael Che from SNL. Uh, that kind of is what, you know, really put it in perspective of me, of what I was talking about with the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff and <laughs> how kind of, you know, corny 
it, it is of some white people to think that it's their cause, you know, and, and to act like it's their cause and to, uh, you know, almost overstep. Uh, I think it's very important to understand your privilege, but it's also very important to understand your place with that privilege, you know, and your place to speak with that privilege. Um, and yeah, those two things are, are two things that I watched that I learned a lot from, uh, comedy, what an amazing thing. Uh, and what, a, what a good perspective comedians have on life. And that's why I like comedy so much. And that's why I want to get into comedy. I know that nothing I said in this episode was funny, but it wasn't supposed to be. I don't even know if I'm going to post this episode, man. Um, there's just been a lot going through my mind, you know. Um, been feeling, uh, you know what, actually, I'll switch this around and I'll make it a little bit more positive because I will recognize that, or I have recognized that, and uh, that when, you know, things have been kind of tough mentally, uh, over the, the past few weeks, um, just with, again, everything that I've mentioned at this point about the things happening with the pandemic, the things happening, um, with me personally, uh, with the podcast, with everything that I'm trying to do in life, there's just a lot of anxiety going on, uh, and a lot of beating myself up, you know, uh, a lot of feeling shitty about myself, but with that, uh, I think I'm handling it better than I ever have. Uh, and that just goes to show that the work I'm putting in is doing something, you know, and the going to therapy and, and being able to open and talk about things and, you know, not being as hard on myself, uh, you know, being aware, uh, not only being aware, but, uh, willing to put in the work to fix the things that I deem as should be fixed. Um, and I, yeah, I think I'm just handling it a lot better. And that's, you know, this time last year when I got, was at a similar point, I was like, fuck it, you know, just cut off everything, just uh, delete all my social media accounts and stop talking to people and stop going places and stop and just isolate myself completely uh, because I don't think I was, you know, in a good place that I didn't want anybody to see me like that you know, or, uh, God forbid I have like an episode, you know, and, and people see that and, uh, have the opportunity to judge me for that. And I didn't want that. Now I'm at a point where it's like, well, I can handle it. You know what I mean? I know when an episode, when I'm going through, uh, kind of an episode, you know, I'm, I, I know when I need to back off of things. I know when I need to, I know how to balance myself in life, uh, a lot better than I used to. Is not uh, was not an easy thing, uh, so that's I think that's why I get so fucking mad uh, and emotional when people try to tell me like how I should be, you know, because it's like I know, you know, I know I, I'm working on what I'm working on right now. Like I don't need you to add to the list, you know, because and that's why I'm 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 tough at being criticized because it's like I criticize myself for everything, like more than I probably should, and it's like so when. Uh, someone else, like an outside source tells me I need to do something. It's like, you're just adding to the list. You know, it's like, you're just being like, Hey, don't forget, 
we hate this about you too. Um, so I don't fucking need that. I really don't. Now I will say like, you know, if I say something wrong, you know, hit me up, let me know, Hey man, this is actually how that is or, or whatever, you know, there's a lot of times on the podcast where I'm like, I don't fucking know what this is, but I think it's something like this. And then people will text me and be like, it's actually this, you know, that's not really criticism, but like, I like that shit, you know? Um, if you have constructive things to say about, you know, how I should, I don't know, anything, you know, anything, just don't fucking come after my character, you know, don't come after my fucking insecurities that you know, I have like, that's just fucking low, man. Like, and I just don't fuck with that or respect it. And I will cut you off so fast. Cause I don't think that's how you should be. And I don't think any, I don't think it should be expected of me to be good at taking that kind of criticism just because I'm have some sort of platform, you know? So that's where I'm at, I guess. Um, I feel like I got all doom and gloom and I didn't mean to. Because uh, things are good, man. Things are getting better. Things are going to be all right. Get fucking vaccinated, please. Um, that's one thing that actually is driving me is is probably a big source of um, my frustrations right now. Is I'm actually like in disbelief at how many people I actually know that are actively choosing not to get vaccinated. It's, I find it super concerning and it like makes me feel like I'm going crazy because it was just like, like vaccines have been a normal part of our lives. Like my, at least for me, like my entire life, like you should always just go and get your vaccine. Like, that's just like, why there's nothing, why are we scared of it? You know? And then just like this past year, it was like, you know, the, the disease happened. We're all home. We're like, okay, what's the, what's the end game here? It's like, oh, well, they're going to develop a vaccine. Hopefully that can eradicate the virus. And then, you know, will be good. So we got to wear masks and social distance and live in our homes and whatever until that can happen. Right. And then the trials start happening, you know, and they just kept updating us and you know, that people are working on these vaccines, whatever. And we're like, Oh, okay, great. You know, like things are looking good, like cool, cool, cool. And then they get through like, you know, those FDA approval processes and all those things. And then they come out and all of a sudden all these, like so many, like an alarming number of people are like, no, we're not doing that. And it's like, dude, this is what we, why are you like surprised or like, where did, what changed? You know? Cause I thought this was like the thing, like we, we all wanted out of this thing. Right. And that was our ticket out and that's our ticket out. And, uh, I think why it makes me so mad is because there's no rational reason not to get one. Like every, I haven't heard one good rational and I'm all ears, dude, please. I am all ears, you know? And I don't want to, I was shitting on people for not getting in. And I don't want to do it anymore because I realized, I didn't realize how many people, I thought it was a small number of people uh, that were not getting this thing. And it's actually a large number of people, but I still have not seen any rational reason not to. So, so let me fucking know, dude, because I literally have not heard one thing. You know, we have door A and door B right now. The, you know, door A is you're just going to keep going on how the pandemic's going. You're going to wear a mask uh, and you're just going to hope that enough people get vaccinated that you don't have to, I guess. And then door B is just getting vaccinated and not having to fucking worry about it and not leaving yourself vulnerable. 
And when, you know, and of course, when I say that, the argument is, oh, well, it's probably not going to affect me anyway. It's like, yeah, neither is the fucking vaccine. So why even take the chance and just get it done and over with and just be part of the solution of getting out of this? Like, it's so easy. It's, it's readily available now. You know, uh, people are more, people are worried about it. I dude. And this was the thing is like, I made a joke about this on my Instagram story, which I understand is not a stage for comedy usually, (laughs) but I did like a whole bit of me pretending to do like a news report and basically saying like making fun of people who are more scared of the blood clot thing with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine than they are the virus, even though like statistically facts if you will, uh, you're way more likely to get symptoms of the virus by contracting it than you are to get a blood clot from that one vaccine. Like, and it's just like, there's this easy solution. Like just get, there's two other ones. There's two other choices of a vaccine to go to those. And the thing is like, we are extremely people. I think don't think people realize like exactly how lucky we are with this vaccine or any, you know, any of these vaccines that how readily available it is and how, good our country is doing with the rollout of it compared to everywhere else. Like there are countries that are still very much affected by the virus. Um, that death rates are just can still continuing to go up, you know? And the thing is the virus is extremely aggressive and keeps adapting. You know, I, I think I read, um, there's a new variant in Japan that is actually, um, like it's way more likely for young adults to have symptoms from and be hospitalized for. And these are the kinds of things that happen with this virus. Uh, so it's like, so I don't, you know, and, and these are countries that didn't have as good as a vaccine rollout and it's not as readily available. And there are people literally dying to get one. Come on, give me that one. And, uh, you know, but that is how it is in other places. And it's like, but here, you know, in this country, you just have a bunch of people that are just like, nah, I'm good. I'll just let everybody else get it, you know? And my thing is like, I understand the fear, I guess. I understand the hesitancy, but I just feel it's extremely irrational. It's, it's entirely irrational. I I don't, please tell me the rational reason for not getting one. People keep talking about that. They're worried about infertility, you know? Um, but there's literally no evidence that shows that, uh, it affects that. And there's, tons of studies that were done that show that it, in no way would it affect fertility. Um, or, you know, I don't know. It just seems like you're grasping at straws for anything to just avoid from getting it. And I just, I guess I just don't understand. And I want to understand. And I just don't like, and, and I don't know why we can't talk about it with people getting angry about it. That's the thing is like, I try to talk to people about it and they just get fucking heated and they're like, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm just like, I don't, I, I, nobody's telling you, you have to do this thing. You know what I mean? Uh, with everything I just said, nowhere did I say you have to do this, but why wouldn't you want to please provide me that answer? And every answer I get is just, well, I just don't. And it's like, okay, well, that's what's, you know, like the, as long as that attitude exists among people, that's the longer we have to sit through this, like the longer we have to hear about it. Like, just go fucking get vaccinated and tell your friends to get vaccinated and and just fucking get it over with. Like, it just, I don't know, man. I I just don't get it. And it's extremely frustrating. And like I said, I've just been like uh, really surprised at how many people really are like, 
Like I really thought it was going to be a smaller number of people that were not going to get it, but it's an insanely large number of people. And I guess, I don't know. I read today that, that people are starting to get, you know, it like fell off a little bit and now people are starting to get vaccinated again. So hopefully, but it's just like, I don't know. I can't believe how many people I know that are like in my life that aren't getting it. And it's just like, I don't know. It's for, I please let me know if there's a rational reason, because I haven't been able to find one and I don't want to say people are dumb. And I, you know, I don't want to insult anybody because that's not going to fucking make you do it. I know that, you know, um, when I was putting out things on the internet, making fun of people not getting it, uh, I thought we were all on board with that. Like I thought that's, we were all going to make fun of those people, but I guess we, uh, I guess some of you are those people. Uh, so my bad, I guess. Um, so just go get it and, uh, move on with our lives. And that would be cool. Um, I keep talking about on the podcast, how I want to do more outdoorsy stuff and starting to get warm out finally. So I'm, uh, uh, I bought a pair of hiking shoes. So first step, uh, and I've been going to Chestnut Ridge, hanging out, walking around, walking some of the trails. Uh, Charlie, shout out Charlie. Charlie and I, when he gets back from Salt Lake City, we're going to go uh, on some camping trips and we're going to go hiking and, and doing some stuff. And I'm super excited, man, because there's something, you know, I'm basically trying, what I was saying before about how I just like always wanted technology and like my entire life has just always been connected to these devices. Like, I just want to do anything I can now to get off of them. So, you know, I'm trying to read for leisure more and I'm trying to go outside more and just be away from it and just really just exist and enjoy life and enjoy what life has to offer. And for some reason, every time I do shit outside, whether it's just hiking a a basic trail or walking through a park, whatever, I always feel like all right after, you know, um, and Charlie was saying that too, that it's just like, it, it actually, like he feels that it, it equates to his, the happiness that he does have in life. Um, so I'm doing that. So Yahoo, Yahoo for me. It's a Billy Madison reference. Uh, hit me up, text me, message me. I don't know something. Uh, if anything I talked about here was interesting and you want to talk about it more, cause these are the things I like talking about. Uh, and I'm sorry if this was boring also, because I know I didn't have a guest on this week. Um, we were again, just very, uh, overstimulated this weekend. We were drinking a lot, partying a lot. We were having a great time. Like I had a great time all weekend. It was really nice to do those things, but it was a lot. Um, I'm finding that I am (laughs) this, this pandemic, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. I'm much more in tune with the introverted side of me. Uh, and I think I like that side better of just kind of like, being more low key and more to myself. Uh, so, all right. Uh, hopefully we'll get a guest on next week. I guess start going through my list and hitting people up, but, uh, stay positive out there, I guess, and get vaccinated. And that's all I got to say. Shout out all you still for listening. I'll see you guys soon.